January 6th. Here we go. More digital crap, of course. It's non-stop. What Americans think about men in women's sports. And, most importantly of all, what you can do about this changing idiocy we're living in these days. Brilliant list of things you can do from a tweet from somebody I follow on Twitter. We'll have that more coming up. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. It's Wednesday night. At least it's Wednesday night here in Malaysia. It's Wednesday morning in the U.S. of A. And different time zones around the planet where we cover everything like a soft blanket of thistles. And uh, yeah, we got all that coming up. Uh, not only that, but it is also international Women's Day, International Women's Day, which is, uh, it's Women's Month, actually, and despite their attempts to basically erase biological women, uh, it is not, not those of you who, you know, dress up and pretend to be women, but actual women who were born that way. This is a month, and this day in particular, to honor real women women. It is not national pretend to be a woman by dressing up like one month isn't a thing. Sit down. Shut up. Go away. This is National Women's Month and this is National International Women's Day. So to all the women out there, the real women, good on you. All right. We got so much crap going on here tonight. I don't even know. Wait. Uh, okay. Uh, what do we do? Oh, yeah, I forgot. How could I forget? Of course, it's time for the Miko update. All the latest news on our very special little three-year-old Shiva Inu baby we call Miko. And uh, she is doing fantastic. She's downstairs. She ate all of her food tonight, and I didn't even have to prompt her. She just went up to the dish and decided... I'm going to eat now. And she finished the whole thing. And then she went after the kibble. So she's doing, doing well. Uh, this was a, another shot from Sunday. I didn't share with you on Monday uh, from when we were at, uh, at the Dessa Park City, the dog park there. Uh, we actually went to this restaurant and uh, she was hanging out. She had her light up collar on there, you see. And, uh, and we sat there and we waited. There were not too many people in. There were only, I think, two wait staff. But after about 20 minutes of sitting around and being totally ignored, Miko said, you know what? Apparently they don't want our business. Let's go somewhere else. So we did. And uh, Miko was happy because she was bored just sitting around doing nothing and being ignored by the waitstaff. So <laughs> she's doing great. Had a couple of good walks today and uh, spicy as always. You'll probably hear her later on in the show. Because no doubt during the next hour, somebody's going to walk by the house or some stray dog is going to go by. And as always, she defends the realm. She defends the castle here, uh, Istana Sheldon. And uh, yeah, she's 
she's going to be barking. I'm sure it's 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 a regular feature of the show now. Uh, the Miko updates brought to you by BarkBox.com. Our special link is in the show notes. It's easy to remember. BarkBox.com/Miko. BarkBox is a monthly subscription service. You can sign up for just one month if you want, or six months, twelve months. If you sign up for a multi-month subscription using our special link, BarkBox.com slash Miko, you'll get an extra month free. And every month, you will get delivered right to your door a themed box of toys, treats, and dog chew just for your dog. You can specify small, medium, and large. If your dog has any allergies, just let them know and they'll make sure you don't get that. But you'll get a couple of toys, a couple of bags of treats, enough to keep you going all month until your next Bark Box arrives, and a dog chew. These are all natural, good for your dog, really great stuff, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're ever not happy with something, get a hold of customer service. They will make it right. They guarantee it. Also, if you check out our link in the show notes, there's BarkBox.com slash Miko. Then it says, or... And if you look, if you go to that link, thanks to the Jay Sheldon show, you will get a double box of everything is doubled two toys, two, four bags of treats and two dog chews. And also their special uh, SpongeBob SquarePants uh, box, theme box. It's really cool. You got to check it out. Go to the website, check it out. BarkBox.com slash link Miko. Or the other link there, whichever one you'd prefer to have as your special deal. And uh, they will take care of you. Barkbox.com. Yes, indeedy. All right. What do we got going on tonight? We got so much junk going on tonight. And, uh, of course, the big thing is uh, is Tucker Carlson and January 6th. And it has been all over the news. All the left and Schumer and, and even McConnell, that that fake Republican have been going absolutely nuts. Uh, This from the Epic Times links in our show notes tonight. They are lying, Tucker Carlson. Look, this has been all over the news everywhere, whether you're left or right or wherever, dead on center. You can't help but watch any news coverage and see something about this. So I couldn't not talk about it. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time because it has been beaten to death. There's more to come. They've got more tapes. They've got more things going on that they're going to be revealing with Tucker Carlson. But he's revealing new details from the exclusive January 6th footage. This is a great article. It really does cover it pretty even-handedly. Fox News host Tucker Carlson said his show will air January 6th, and uh, uh, Capitol footage this week claimed it will show that federal and congressional officials are lying to Americans. He's already pretty much shown that. Now, today, he has revealed that, you know, the, the select committee, whatever those goofballs idiots that were, you know, looking into and investigating January 6th, who who specifically cherry-picked violent outdoor, mostly outdoor uh, footages. Now he's revealed that they've added audio to, in, you know, screams and yells and, and a bunch of, they've enhanced the audio and added sound to it that wasn't in the original footage to make it seem even worse. How stupid do these people think we are? The defenders of democracy are defending democracy again, Tucker said. They are telling you it's really, really dangerous. And anyone, 
would get to see thousands of hours of surveillance footage from January 6th, which has been completely hidden from the public for two years. A very tiny group of people gets to make up stories about what happened that day and change the country on the basis of those stories. How exactly does that work, Tucker says? Well, it's not democracy, of course. It's building a bulwark against your lies being revealed. And they are lying. And we know that because we've been looking at the tape. Really easy to do if you just follow along. And of course, you know, they're they're screaming and complaining about everything. Uh, this was the New York Post article because this, the, the as so-called shaman, uh, is one of the more well-known uh, figures from that day. And then if you uh, see basically from the footage that now we can see, the D.C. police basically gave this dangerous protester a guided tour of the Capitol, unlocking doors for him. Um, so there you go. The tour de farce, as it's called. <laughs> uh, man, there are tons of articles about this. There's video, there's YouTube and rumble posts about it. So do check it out. Get up to date on what's going on and follow along with the story, because the more they bitch and complain about not, oh, we shouldn't be showing this footage, the more they just have something to hide. And that is so obvious at this point. Um, so, yeah, uh, goes without saying. Uh, all those links are in our show notes if you want to follow along there and uh, and check it out. And you can uh, you can do that, including the article from the Epic Times, which is quite good, actually. You want to check that one out. All right. We're going to, like I said, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this January 6th footage because it's been covered to death. Not that it shouldn't be. It needs to be. Everyone, everyone needs to know about this crap that went on, especially with this January 6th bullcrap committee. But I just don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because it's been beaten to death. You've been beaten over the head with this. You can't turn on the news anywhere that you don't see it. That is uh, Ian Koo Rules. Hey, Ian Koo, great to uh, have you along. Thank you for the like. Appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe or follow. Uh, all right. We've got more digital stuff. I spend so much time on this show talking uh, out loud about how we should not be doing this whole digital thing. Last show, we talked about how now with Ford, they're going to be able to, uh, with you know smart cars and the connections they have, if you, if you miss a payment, they can shut your car off. You can't access it. And in fact, with self-driving cars, they can tell the car to go to the repo yard on its own. Anyway, more news today from this moron in the White House, this rotting bag of flesh. Uh, Biden admin calls for digital ID investment, public-private data sharing collaboration. The Fed is now calling for digital ID. Here we go. The White House has presented in national security strategy that, among other points, calls for investing in digital IDs. It's beginning, folks. It's already beginning, but it's really beginning in earnest now. They're short on, on details regarding the issue and privacy implications, probably because they don't know how to cover it up. 
uh, mentioning that the term uh, the term biometrics only once in this uh, thing, strategic objective 4.5. It's a four paragraph section in a 35 page document that speaks about supporting development of a digital ID ecosystem. We're going down that rabbit hole, folks, and fight this with every fiber of your being. Digital IDs, tracking you, controlling where you go, what you do, what you buy, how much money you have, whether or not you have any money. There is a copy of the actual document there. There's a link in this. Uh, the link to this article is in our show notes. But inside this link is the actual document from this idiotic Biden administration. They call for improving digital ID infrastructure that pro would produce, quoting, a more innovative, equitable, safe, and efficient digital economy. It's all the buzzwords. Oh, it'll be safer for you. It'll be more efficient. Your life will be so much easier. That's how they're selling this to you. And it's a crock of crap. It is just simply a way to control you, to track you, to decide what you're going to buy, where you're going to go, how much money you have, what you say, how to shut you off if they don't like what you say. Like all other justifications, the push to adopt digital ID, this one means conveniences and secure access to government services and benefits, trusted communications, as well as social networks. How would you like to go to sign on into Facebook or YouTube or whatever and suddenly you find out, oh, you can't, you've been shut down because we didn't like what you say. That's another reason why you got to get yourself an account on Rumble. You don't have to post videos there. They've got all kinds of cool stuff on rumble.com. I'm there. It's my main channel. We get more views on Rumble than anywhere else, and we love you guys on Rumble. Thank you. By the way, if you're here on Rumble, don't forget, uh, just right over there somewhere is the follow button. If you could hit that, I'd really appreciate it. just takes a second. doesn't cost a dime. Free for you. But anyway, they are pushing it, and it's uh, real-time, actionable, and multi-directional sharing. The White House complained that today digital ID solutions lack security and privacy-preserving focus and increase inefficiency of both financial activities and our daily lives. Well, you know what? Stay the hell out of our daily lives. We don't want you in it. Read the whole article, folks. You will not believe the kind of crap that's going on here. And guess what? I know we have a bit of an international audience, so it's not only happening in the U.S., although I've got a big chunk of viewers there in the U.S., it is also happening in France. Not kidding. Hang on. I'll show you in a second. Let me just get the article up here. Where are we? That's not the one. Hang on a second. got to just go back here. Got this. There we go. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting to it, okay? I'm an old boomer. I can't do everything so fast. <laughs> All right, yes, France, here we go. You're right in the thick of it yourselves. France greenlights biometric medical ID. You want to go to the hospital for something, get treated, have that operation you need, get your cancer treatment? Sorry, we didn't like what you posted on Twitter, so you're not allowed. 
French Data Protection Agency, CNIL, has greenlit the use of facial biometrics for the verification of users of the country's upcoming digital health card, Carte Vitale. According to a report from the French news outlet, The Connexion, CNIL claims that facial recognition will make the health card app more secure. However, facial recognition on the Carte Vitale app will only be used until the country's upcoming national digital ID and France identity is available, and it's coming. It will replace your physical ID cards. It'll all be digital. It'll look like that, and they can track you. And if they can track you, they can control you. And you should be very afraid of that. That's where France has gone. Trust me. The U.S., it ain't going to be very far behind, my friends. It won't take long. Ay, ay, ay. Unbelievable. All right. We want to... Uh, I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors here on the Jay Sheldon Show, and that is Brickhouse Nutrition. You give your healthy habits a boost with this superfood powder. It's called Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. The link is in our show notes. It's a special link which will get you an incredible deal. They believe in creating the best powdered greens with a science-backed formula. It is 100% real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. If you look on the back of the package, it doesn't say supplement facts. It says nutrition facts because this is, like I said, 100% real organic fruits and vegetables. None of those extracts that other vegetable powders use. Antioxidants, fiber, prebiotics, It is safe for the whole family. It is safe and great for athletes. If you are an athlete, add this to your daily regimen. You will be amazed. One scoop of Field of Greens gives you the full spectrum of colors with fruits, veggies, herbs, spices, and more. It is absolutely delicious. Comes in a bunch of great flavors. You just mix it in with whatever your favorite drink is. Green tea, orange juice, whatever. Mix it up and off you go. Drown down it. And the nutrient-dense superfood powder helps with overall well-being by aiding in antioxidation, lipid metabolism, and glucose metabolism. Field of Greens, made with real food, it's not a supplement. So you add Field of Greens to your daily routine and see why the powdered greens and vegetables, fruits and veggies, they've earned over uh, 3,000 five-star reviews. The link is in our show notes. That's our special link, which will get you a very special deal if you use that to uh, check out Brickhouse Nutrition and Field of Greens. All right. Thank you, Brickhouse Nutrition. We really appreciate that. Okay. You ready for another one? There's been an interesting poll come out. (laughs) You're going to love this. You know, uh, I just saw some article about, uh, was it, was it weightlifting where now they're, they're allowing men who pretend to be women 
to participate in in heavy weightlifting. You know those grunting guys who. What I, I don't even I don't weightlift, so I obviously I don't know the terms for these things. Deadlift, whatever it's called. Anyway, here's one from uh, the postmillennial.com. It's a new survey, and man, the results are amazing. 77% of Americans, that is huge, more than three quarters of Americans say Biden's Title IX changes were harmful to women's sports. Well, no freaking kidding. Split by political party affiliation and their chosen 2020 presidential candidate, voters across the board said the changes to Title IX were definitely harmful to women's sports. There's some protesters here. A new polls revealed a majority of Americans believe the Biden administration's allowing biological males that identify as women to compete against real women has had a harmful effect on female athletes. Duh. The poll conducted by McLaughlin and Associates in partnership with Summit.org, 1,000 likely general election voters found that 77% who had an opinion believed that the changes had a harmful impact to women's sports and biological female athletes. 23% is all that said it was helpful. 60% overall said the changes were harmful. 18% only said helpful. And 22% said, I don't know. Unbelievable. Split by party affiliation and their chosen 2020 presidential candidate, voters across the board said the changes to Title IX were harmful. Among those who voted for Trump in 2020, 82% said the changes were harmful. 8% say they were helpful. Biden voters, 44% said the changes were harmful. 26% said the changes were helpful. 78% compared to 42% of Democrats, 61% of independents, and just 11% of Republicans said it was helpful. Corporate and government elites trying to have it both ways They say they support women, yet they refuse to say what a woman actually is and pursuing policies that cause harm, actual, in some cases, real physical harm to women. Real women. Not just because you put on a dress and you were born a man and you decide you want to be a woman today. Not that kind of woman. Not those fake women. Real biological women. And it's only going to get worse. This is a great article. you got to check it out. It's from the Post Millennial, and the link to this article is in our show notes tonight if you want to uh, if you want to follow along. All right. Uh, we got one more for you, and uh, we're going to – it's an amazing list. You know, we talk a lot about fight it back against digital ID, don't put up with the crap, you know, do something, basically. Well, finally, somebody has put a list together. Some difficult, some easy, but it's a great list of things you can do to fight back. I love this, and we'll have it for you coming up. Right now, though, we want to say hello to another one of our sponsors, and that is Skillshare. 
Skillshare is an amazing web website. This is the site right here, actually. It's an online learning platform that was created for both learners and educators. It's got more than 30,000 classes to choose from. New courses are added all the time. There's courses in, in design, tech, illustration, business courses. Uh, in fact, uh, animation. I saw one today. I was browsing through all the different courses there. Uh, new courses are being added every day. If you're a learner, you can take one of these online courses. They're ad-free and uh, you can brush up on a skill you currently have or learn a brand new skill if you want. If you're a teacher, now here's a cool thing. You go to Skillshare, you sign up, and you can teach a course. You put a course together, you can actually make money, a little extra income, which never hurt anybody, with Skillshare. You can put your own course together. It's fantastic. So whether you are a learner or a teacher, you check out Skillshare. There is a special link in our show notes tonight to head over to Skillshare, and you will get a very special deal courtesy exclusively from us at The Jay Sheldon Show. Skillshare, a wide variety of topics, over 30,000 different courses they offer there. Most valuable, creative topics like design, photography, cinematography, motion graphics. In fact, I saw today a course in Blender. Again, if you're into, you know, Blender, you'll know what I'm talking about. Anyway, anybody can take a class. You can do a project or even teach a course, whether you're an individual or even a full team. Check it out. It is Skillshare, and be sure to use that special link down in our show notes tonight, and that will get you an amazing sign-up deal from The Jay Sheldon Show. All righty then. You ready for the list? This is just the best thing since sliced bread, and I did put the link to this Twitter post in my show notes tonight because it is just that valuable. Again, there's not much visually to show you here. As you can see, it's just a big, long list of things, but it's from Dr. Simon Goodeck. Now, Dr. Simon has been banned from Twitter before the Elon Musk days. He's gotten a whole bunch of crap, but he has been fighting back against the Great Reset. And by the way, if you think the Great Reset is a bunch of tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy stuff, well, maybe you ought to just read Klaus Schwab's book, which, strangely enough, is called The Great Reset. There are ways to reject the Great Reset. Digital IDs, all that other crap. I'm not going to just, again, it's just words on a page, so you don't really need to take a look at that. But there are ways. And this link is in our show notes. If you want to copy it, share it out. It's a Twitter. It's a tweet from Dr. Godek. And follow him, too. It's at Godek Etal, G-O-D-D-E-K-E-T-A-L on Twitter. Reject vaccinations, CO2 passports, digital IDs, currencies, digital currencies, and any form of government overreach. Sp this one's so important. Speak up. Express your opinions. Don't be some milquetoast little mouse that sits off in the corner and goes, oh, everything will be okay. It won't be. And it really won't be if you don't stand up and say something. Speak up. Don't comply with oppressive measures and don't let the pressure those morons put on you from the left and the government get to you. Exercise regularly. Prioritize your physical health. See, this covers not only things you can do 
philosophically, but physically. You got to keep yourself in shape, folks. In fact, Brickhouse Nutrition would be a great way to get started. Learn one new hard skill every week or every month and expand your knowledge and your abilities. Brilliant idea. These are all ways to fight back, to reject the great reset. Consider having more than two children. I know, I know the economy we're in right now, but it's not going to be that way forever. Really consider having more than two children if that's what you desire. Bill Gates hates that trick. And if you think, if you think that overpopulation is a problem, you are dead ass wrong. If you took everyone on the planet and gave them a reasonably sized apartment, not a big, huge place, but, you know, a nice little condo, a couple of bedrooms, everyone on this planet would fit in Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, and Florida. That's it. Everyone. The whole rest of the world would be empty. So, overpopulation? Try again. It's not true. Eat pasture-raised meat and feed the bugs to the chickens where they belong instead of eating them yourself. Limit your sugar intake. This is huge, and I've been doing this lately, by the way. I've had a few medical things. I had the eczema we talked about. Still do have it, actually. But in trying to get a little bit healthier, a little bit, I also have been very careful about my sugar intake, and it it does seem to be having a bit of an effect. So limit your sugar intake 8 grams a day to break the addiction. That's all it takes. Just limit it to eight grams a day and you will break that sugar addiction you've got. Consume alternative media, objective media. Learn to read and interpret scientific studies. Whatever CNN or MSNBC or those other garbage fake news outlets tell you, fine. You want to watch that? Watch that. And then go read up on scientific studies. Do your own research. And make up your own mind. Don't buy that crap you get fed from these people. Drive a robust car without too many electronics. Avoid the over-reliance on technology. Strive for self-sufficiency when it comes to water, food, and electricity. Very, very true. Because you know what? If something happens and you are out of those things, it isn't going to be too long before you're done for. Own land if you can. Practice agroforestry. Uh, permaculture, improving soil, food quality. Uh, consider homeschooling to avoid having your child brainwashed by public schools, which is certainly happening if you read the headlines. Hey, Don Alabozak, <laughs> Rosette. <laughs> good morning. Welcome, Don. Thank you so much over there in the good old U.S. of A. Uh, Zaki Zamani Osman, good advice. Yeah, I'm telling you, this list is great. Check it out in our show notes. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna read all of them because there's a ton of these things, but some of them are brilliant. They may not, they may be things that you didn't think of, but they really will go a long way to fighting back against Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, and all this crap, great reset stuff. Um, buy local products. Who doesn't know about that? You know, I mean, especially. Like my hometown back in Cornwall, Connecticut, we used to have a farmer's market. You'd see folks selling their vegetables and fruits on the side of the road. That's the stuff you buy. That's the stuff you get. Help to support these local farmers. Don't take biking too seriously. 
<laughs> the occasional plane ride will not destroy the planet. Uh, practice spirituality in, in any positive form that resonates with you. You don't have to be Christian or Muslim or Buddhist or Jewish or whatever your faith is. Find a, a spirituality. It might even just be in the Earth's spirituality. And practice it. Believe in it. Take it into your heart. I'm not a particularly religious person at all. In fact, pretty much I'm an agnostic, borderline atheist. But I believe in the goodness and the spirit of people. That's, that's what I believe in. Support unbiased scientists and politicians who have the courage to speak out. Ditch the mask. Look, if you don't know by now, honestly, here in Malaysia, you would not believe the amount of sheeple I see still, even outdoors with no one around them, wearing masks. And if you haven't heard by now, masks don't work. Underline, exclamation point, give it up. If you want to wear one because it's your little comfy, you know, like your little teddy, your little blankie, knock yourself out. You do you. But if you think you're protecting yourself from anything, you're not. Profit from the benefits of living an independent and empowered life. Wow. That says it all. There's more of these things in there. You got to check it out. The link is in our show notes to, uh, to Dr. Goddick's tweet, because I just, I wanted to share that with you. It is absolutely brilliant and, uh, and very, very cool. All right. Love it. Yes, you're right, Don. Uh, all right. We've got uh, more going on tonight and, uh, oh, it's book time, isn't it? Yeah. If you just discovered our show, two things. One is please right over here. There is a button that says follow or subscribe. If you're on Rumble, it's follow. Uh, please click that. Even if, you, if, you, if you're not on Rumble, you need to be. Get over there. You don't need to post videos. There's all kinds of stuff from viral gaming, sports, po yes, tons of politics. This show. So look up, get yourself an account. All you need is an email. They don't spam your email box. It's free. And then once you've got an account there on Rumble, just Look for The Jay Sheldon Show and click that follow button. It's really helpful to me. Or Facebook. You can follow us there. YouTube, subscribe, twitch.tv. We're on all four platforms simultaneously. And you can also follow our podcast. Yes, the audio part of this show is a podcast. And you will find it on uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all the platforms. Just look up The Jay Sheldon Show. You'll find that little logo like that with a circle probably around it <laughs> and, uh, and click follow or subscribe and you're good to go. All right. One of the things that we do on this show is we read books. The last half of the show, we've done this from the very beginning. This is our 334th episode, I think. Yeah. We've been doing this a long time. We're on air. See, there she is. There's Miko. Uh, we, uh, we've been doing this a long time and every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, we do our live show. The audio goes out as a podcast later. But uh, the last part of the show, we read classic books. We've done The Wizard of Oz, The Little Prince, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, uh, you name it. We've done so many incredible books on this show. We read them from beginning to end. I have not read these books before, so as I read them, I'm discovering it along with you. 
Lately, and for the last many episodes, because it's a long book, we've been doing White Fang, which is a classic from Jack London, first published back in 1904. And coming up next, after we get done with White Fang, I think we're going to do Treasure Island. Can't wait. I know. Of all things, I'm such a I'm such a supporter of reading, getting your kids to read, you beginning to read. In fact, somebody made a great observation. If there's a book you read when you were younger, 20, 30 years ago, pick it up and read it again. You'd be surprised how your perspective and your life has changed, and so the way you see and interpret and read the book might be totally different. It's a brilliant idea. And by the way, if you can't get your kids off their digital whatever, and get them to read a book, get them to listen. Because studies have shown that listening to someone read to them, or you read to them, or I'll read to them, it's as helpful to them as them reading the book themselves. It's always better for them to put a physical book in their hands, let them read. But listening to someone read to them is also just as helpful for, uh, for that. Yeah. It's best at what you notice as an adult, absolutely, says Don. Yeah, <laughs> it is a lost art, Zaki. You're exactly right. So anyway, White Fang is the book, and we've been uh, we've been reading it for quite a while now. We're about halfway through, I think, and uh, we're going to continue on with our story here. White Fang had just gotten in a big, big fight, ripped the hell out of the old dog, and learned a lesson or two along the way. The effect on White Fang was to give him a greater faith in himself and a greater pride. He walked less softly among the grown dogs. His attitude towards them was less compromising. Not that he went out of his way looking for trouble, far from it. But upon his way, he demanded consideration. He stood upon his right to go his way unmolested and to give trail to no dog. He had to be taken into account that was all. He was no longer to be disregarded or ignored, as was the lot of puppies, and as continued to be the lot of the puppies that were his teammates. They got out of the way, gave trail to the grown dogs, and gave up meat to them under compulsion. But White Fang, uncompanionable, solitary, morose, scarcely looking left or right, redoubtable, forbidding of aspect, remote, and alien, was accepted as an equal by his puzzled elders. They quickly learned to leave him alone, neither venturing hostile acts nor making overtures of friendliness. If they left him alone, he left them alone. State of affairs that they found, after a few encounters, to be preeminently desirable. In midsummer, White Fang had an experience. Trotting along in his silent way to investigate a new teepee which had been erected on the edge of the village while he was away with the hunters after moose, he came full upon Kiche. He paused and looked at her. He remembered her vaguely, but he remembered her. And that was more than could be said for her. She lifted her lip up in the old snarl of menace, and his memory became clear. 
His forgotten cubhood, all that was associated with that familiar snarl, rushed back to him. Before he'd known the gods, she had been to him the center pin of the universe. That old familiar feeling of that time came back upon him, surged up within him. He bounded towards her joyously, and she met him with shrewd fangs that laid his cheek open to the bone. He didn't understand. He backed away, bewildered, puzzled. It was not Kiche's fault. A wolf mother was not made to remember her cubs of a year or so before. So she did not remember White Fang. He was a strange animal, an intruder, and her present litter of puppies gave her the right to resent such an intrusion. One of the puppies sprawled up to White Fang. They were half-brothers, only they didn't know it. White Fang sniffed the puppy curiously, whereupon Kiche rushed upon him, gashing his face a second time. He backed further away. All the old memories and associations died down again, passed into the grave from which they'd been resurrected. He looked at Kiche, licking her puppy and stopping now and then to snarl at him. She was without value to him. He'd learned to get along without her. Her meaning was forgotten. There was no place for her in his scheme of things, and as there was no place for him in hers. He was still standing, stupid, bewildered, the memories forgotten, wondering what it was all about when Kiche attacked him a third time, intent on driving him away altogether from the vicinity. White Fang allowed himself to be driven away. This was a female kind of thing. It was a, a law of his kind that the males must not fight the females. He didn't know anything about this law, for it was no generalization of the mind, not a something acquired by experiences of the world. He knew it was a secret prompting, an urge of instinct, of the same instinct that made him howl at the moon and stars of the night, and that made him fear death and the unknown. As months went by, White Fang grew stronger, heavier and more compact. While his character was developing along the lines laid down by his heredity and his environment. His heredity was a life stuff that may be likened to clay. It possessed many possibilities, was capable of being molded into many different forms. Environment served to model the clay, give it a particular form. Thus had White Fang never come into the fires of man. The wild would have molded him into a true wolf. But the gods had given him a different environment. He was molded into a dog that was rather wolfish. But that was a dog and not a wolf. And so... According to the clay of his nature, the pressures of his surroundings, his character was being molded into a certain particular shape. There was no escaping it. He was becoming more morose, more uncompanionable, more solitary, more ferocious. While the dogs were learning more and more that it was better to be at peace with him than at war. And Grey Beaver was coming to prize him more greatly 
with the passage of each day. Wow. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it off there. That's about halfway through that chapter, and we will pick it up again on our Saturday night show coming up this Saturday, and uh, we'll continue on with the adventures of White Fang. Thanks so much for uh, popping by, everybody. Really great to uh, see everyone. And uh, I will see you again on Saturday night. Please don't forget our sponsors. The links are in our show notes for all of our special offers. If you go to our links in our show uh, show notes there. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'll see you Saturday. Have yourself a great rest of the week. This is The Jay Sheldon Show. Good night. <laughs>